He's back, Stario. What's up, man? Well, we've had a busy week. We've had Adam Braidwood infiltrate Quebec. Okay. Yes. Fuck yeah. You're Ryan Ryan right. Ford's in Quebec. And then uh, what about Luke Spiker, Spicer stealing everyone's woman, women? Listen, man. Like when you say things to people on the internet or make posts, you have to revise them. Like you got to look at what you're saying first. All right. Listen. Two things. He had the freshest listen tanner you were on top you were top tier with the pose with the cowboy hat and everything he stepped the game up he raised the bar i'm very impressed with him and the other thing is uh he thinks they're sabotaging that you're only doing times to where luke cannot be available for so are we doing it at this time because luke's not available listen is this his time luke doesn't do anything luke's available whenever he can be available like listen (sighs) I come up with the things for this show. I came up with 10 minutes with the boogeyman. I came up with burgers drive through. I came up with on the road with the real deal. I came up with the super Mario Dario minute. Listen, if Luke Spicer wants to have a fucking segment that he can be a part of on a regular basis, he better come up with some fucking ideas. (laughs) All right. Listen, I didn't want to say it to start off. Are we having drama this episode? Is there some drama going on? There's always drama. There's always drama. Nothing. There's always drama. Always drama. Always, oh, always drama. Always yeah. drama. Okay, I wanted to get that straight. Uh, you know, I, I'm not gonna say anything too much, but I'm, I'm supposed to get pretty heated later. Whoever the you have a guest, was it Brad again? Is that the guy you have on? Brad Switzer. Yeah, tune into this episode 100. percent I am excited. I've heard some things, and I've heard what's gonna. You know, there's some things that need to be said. There's a line that needs to be drawn. I think everyone is crossing it today. So yes. I honestly today. I got no confrontation with nothing. I am actually just very excited to sit back, relax, and uh, hear about what the fuck is going on, man. Well, somebody I do have coming on the show today is going to be Ryan the Real Deal Ford. Okay, Ryan's coming. All right, terrific. Good. I'm glad he's making time for that. We're going to do On the Road with the Real Deal, but you guys sparred today. We did. I don't want to say, you know, I don't get it, but we did. We did. How'd it go? Listen, just know that I'm still pretty. Obviously, and so is Ford. We, you see the pictures. We look bo- both look great. It was a good. Uh, it was a good session. Honestly, uh, Ford's already on the right track. Uh, I can't wait for his fight. It's a week after mine, yeah. or about eight nine days after mine. So, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be good for him. You know, he's got a great opportunity, and uh, I'm excited for him. He's a teammate. I'm always gonna be excited for him. But uh, I, I think uh, he's in a good spot, in a better spot than he was last time. And I think he goes to Russia. As uh, the minority, the black guy, and he comes back, steals the show, and uh, swipes the belt. 100%. So, uh, we'll see about that. I agree with that. Excuse me? I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, he's looking good so far, and he's actually big. It's hard. Honestly, people after the sparring, they say, man, you, you know, you did really well, but like, what the fuck, man? How, how many weight classes is that guy bigger than you? I said, he actually fights the same weight class as me. So Ryan's looking, he's looking good, man. And, uh, I trust he's going to make the weight again, like he always does, but he's uh, he's a giant in there. He's huge. So, uh, good for him. All right. Let's talk about some disturbing posts this week. Now I did post a picture of me on a tank. What the fuck? Can we address that? I wanted to make a post about it yesterday. I actually saved the picture so I could put it on my story. 
Uh, I'm gonna. Sorry, guys. I gotta go. I gotta take a flight. Fucking Tanner Wilshaw was caught sitting on a tank. What the hell are you guys doing out there in Saskatchewan? All right. So we're walking down the street, walking the dogs, and I seen a tank. So I I went over to the tank. I climbed on the tank. Then a gentleman comes out and tells me that it runs. I said, okay, so we have a Sherman tank in Saskatchewan that runs. I'm a little bit crazy. I got some flight, some some vouchers for flights. Maybe I'll fly the boogeyman in and we'll drive down the fucking street in it. <laughs> it's a very good picture. Honestly, it's very good promotion. And Braidwood can get on that. I'm telling you, you guys are rolling in Quebec with a fucking running and actual functional tank. I'd love it. How like I wonder how long it would take me to drive that tank to Quebec though. Uh, you know what? Honestly, you guys are very eco friendly. I trust the gas; the mileage is going to be great on it. Uh, but you know what? Whatever it takes. I mean, you're not that far, right? Saskatchewan is not that crazy from Quebec, distance wise. It's pretty fucking far, Dario. You know what? I guess you know. Um, I sometimes I forget when I went to go see Mike uh, Perry. Well, he offered. He's like, I got two tickets for you and your girl. Come over there to Winnipeg. And I'm like, oh, we're already in Canada. I'm already in fight. After my fight, we'll just drive to Winnipeg. It's fucking it's a longer drive from here to Winnipeg than it is from here to Florida. Yes. And I fucking forget about that. Speaking of Mike Perry, since he's got his downtime, he's in a actual very good mood despite the uh, loss he took uh, over the weekend. That was, you know, it was like a hometown homecoming for him it was a big opportunity but he's feeling better i'm gonna give him a message actually i'll give him a call and i'm gonna see man because he was doing i heard he did real well on the uh, other podcast with uh ariel hawani i'm gonna say man i got a i got a couple tough guys that need a fucking uh need to sit down with you you know so yeah. uh, i'm gonna do my best to make it happen get mike to uh you know hey, it'll be a fun fucking uh show that's for sure okay next disturbing post oh great Small children swearing. Excuse me, my brother swearing? <laughs> it said small children swearing. I didn't post oh, it. Small children swearing. Who was it? Was that your is this who's the small children? Is it the one that swiped your cookie the other night? Yes, that one. I did send you a video of this child saying shit. Oh, that's right. I totally forgot. You uh PM'd me. What the hell are you doing? So you're that that's that's your niece, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm like, what's going on, man? Yes, children swearing. That is a disturbing post, but that wasn't posted anywhere, so that's great. No. Because you're already in you know, in a lot of trouble as it is. We're, we don't need Tanner Wilshaw teaching kids profanity. No. Next disturbing post. Luke Spicer sends me a fucking picture of his bed. <laughs> Listen, Luke Spicer, we have to give him the benefit of the doubt. He is a sexually active man why do you like him so much excuse me why do you like him so much everybody hates him luke you know the thing is luke is easygoing he's very neutral and i like that you know what luke's got very little to say and i'm cool with that you know if i if i if i'm really cool with you i don't care what you say you can talk as much as you want luke is like very neutral for me he don't say too much he don't ask too much i like him he's kind of just in the back but you know what Luke is, Luke is on a roll. And then the whole bed thing, I mean, did he post it? People need to see that. People need to make judgment for itself. I did. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him the benefit of the doubt. This guy is slain Poon. 
Spicer is just swiping everyone's girl. He's slapping everyone in the mouth. You know, Luke's just got more time now. Let, let me tell you something. You know, a three-year relationship, you're, you know, you're a little bit busy. This guy's got all the time in the world. We got to give him the benefit of the doubt. But who knows? Maybe he was cleaning the bed. Maybe his uh, kids were over and they were jumping or whatever it is. We don't know. He left no comment. He left us in mystery. Well, I'll tell everybody right now, the next time I see Luke Spicer, I will be punching him in the face, barefisted as hard as I can. Okay, so who are we blaming for Luke's absence today, honestly? Luke. God. Hey, if he was on Skype, I would have Skyped him in, but he's not on Skype. He doesn't care too much about this show, to tell you the truth. He does nothing. Luke, man, you need to redeem yourself, man. He's saying he's got no more faith in you. We got Ryan Ford coming in later. And then we got Brad, Brad S, about to uh, steam up the fucking podcast. I can't wait, honestly. I had so, a talk with Ryan Ford. I'm very excited about this shit. <laughs> so Brad, Brad is seven feet tall, 300 pounds. What the fuck are you doing, Brad? What are you? What, what's going on? How much milk did you drink as a child? He will be in Quebec with us as our personal security. I don't blame you, actually. That's fucking, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, listen, Brad, whatever happens, let it all today. If I expect, if I think what's going to happen is happening, you know, like I said, Tanner, I'm very, you know, there's some whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say too much. I'll leave it for the show. But uh, anyways, you want to talk about Bruno a little bit, see how he's doing? He's doing fantastic. If that wants to, uh, if, you, if your day wants to get a little bit worse. Well, we can wreck the day a little bit. I did see a post from Bruno that he got engaged to a mutant. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you please post that on your story? Because your listeners see your stories on Instagram and all that stuff. You need to post what Bruno has posted. Bruno got engaged, everyone. Uh, he's very happy. He's only been dating this girl for about uh, six months. And uh, they, you know, happily married. But uh, you guys got to see the beautiful ring that he got for her. That's very impa- very important. You got to pay attention to the details. So uh, Tanner's going to drop the picture of Bruno's <laughs> engagement uh, or, you know, new fiance. Yep. And you guys make the judgment yourself. Is Bruno the good guy or the bad guy? You know, did he do well with it? Did he do her justice? And uh, hopefully, you know, the thing is, a lot of people complain, though, that they should have waited until the girl got a, a, a manicure before you proposed just so the picture, you know, looks better and all that stuff. But other than that, everything looks top top notch everything's great what else is going on with bruno nothing much he might fight on the 24th hopefully not because i do not want to fucking uh i don't want to go through another fucking fight camp with him he's already in shape but whatever i'm just waiting for my fight when, when's my fight i don't even know when. oh uh, march 15th hopefully yeah. i get knocked out and then i go uh you know sail off to the sunset back in florida for a few weeks and then uh watch ryan ford's fight from here we got a, the, the whole i like it's this time of the year where, like, the whole gym, all of our partners, all of our uh, train, everybody is fighting. Everybody's fighting in March. So that's terrific. I mean, the vibe is great. Everyone's sparring. We're getting good work. So uh, I'm in a lucky spot right now. But uh, 10 bucks says I still get slept. I got money that you don't get slept, and somehow Bruno will get slept on that night. Somehow. We'll see what happens. Maybe he gets fucking bottled at the bar or something since he thinks he's a hot shot. <laughs> All right, so we, do we have an opponent yet? We're looking at a couple guys. We're looking at a guy, Polish guy, seven and zero, 
but uh, we I think we talked about that. We he might not take the fight. We'll see. I hate. I'm half Polish. Like actually, my mom is from Poland, born there. So I hate the Polacks. I really I can't stand them. I fought one a couple years ago, back in uh, December. I just absolutely I can't stand them. They're like they're, they're all, all Polish guys, especially fighters, look the same. Shaved head, bright blue eyes, mean face. They just they and they spit everywhere. They even spit in hotel rooms and all, they just spit fucking everywhere. I can't stand the Polacks. I'm sorry, mom, but your people are terrible. So I've got I've actually got an issue with you right now. What's up? I want you to go back to Florida. Yeah, I, I want to go back to Florida. I mean, listen, weather's nice over here in Quebec. We're getting lucky. It's in the high 30s, Fahrenheit, low 40s. But uh, yeah, I want to go. What's up, Tanner? What's the problem? So like, you came over to Montreal. Now you're all toned down. There's no funny Instagram stories. There's no Beacon Barber off at the gym. There's there fucking is, Dario's listen, being serious. You guys need to bear with me. We got like two more episodes, and then I'll crank it back up when I'm back the fuck home. Listen, it's just I got to – I got to – I got to let people know, well, actually give the impression that I'm not an actual piece of shit. Everyone likes me here. You oh, know, my weird. dad came to visit and everyone shook my dad's hand when he came to visit for Bruno's fight and said, you have done a terrific job with your children. I'm, I'm like, excuse me, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Bruno? He did a good job with Bruno? I know me. I'm like a fucking dirtbag. But out of all people, you're going to say both of us he did a good job with? So people like us. So I guess we got to keep like a little bit of an image. But I will be back in Florida. I will be back at the Redneck Bars uh and the hood bars too i we, we're a little bit of both over there and uh you guys are gonna see some confrontational shit good that will be flagged taken down that's how i roll good that's what i like to hear now i do want to talk to you about these redneck bars because you had an instagram story of you walking outside and like there was rednecks that were literally gonna throw down so these toothless guys they did throw down i didn't get it on camera but they did throw down these toothless guys and it was funny because one said he was going to knock the other one's teeth out, but that guy didn't have much teeth to begin with or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, those guys were that, – that's just how it is, man. We just have rednecks that just wear camo everything. They're not like the rednecks in the Midwest and all that stuff. Florida rednecks are by far what, some of the worst people that live on this earth. They're honestly terrible. They chew dip. They drink um, Coors Light or, or, or uh, Mish, whatever, this fucking piss beer, and they just get fucking plastered, and they just want to fight everyone. Fight everyone. We had another guy from Detroit, Michigan, like a city boy. He came here. They can smell the city boys, and they just want to fight everybody, you know? I hate them. Me, I dress all preppy when I go to the Rednecks bars, but everybody knows me over there. But uh, as far as – actually, last night I shared on Facebook a, 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 a bar in North Fort Myers. North Fort Myers is very, very uh, – not hood. Um, um, they got a lot of hicks over there, a lot of yeah. Rednecks. They just got – the kid – Spanish kid was working there and the owner on video, he goes on, the owner was calling him the N word like for three straight minutes, telling them that he's fired and that he's an N word and this and that this guy posts on Facebook and this lady didn't delete anything. She didn't delete her Facebook, didn't delete her uh, bar page. So that bar is going to get uh, it, but that's just how it is over there. I mean, we got like the best of both worlds, but I hate the rednecks out of anybody. I can't fucking stand them. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Great. What do you think about people that accuse people of doing stuff when they don't actually do it, but that accusation could have ramifications further down the line? Listen, I will be a little bit specific when it comes to the fight game. Don't open your mouth. It's a little bit of, it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. It gets messy. Um, In my opinion, listen, me, I'm a, 
I'm a, a straightforward guy, genuine. Well, actually, I'm not going to say genuine. I'm not, I'm not genuine. I'm a fake piece of shit. But I will say when it comes to any type of shit talking, whether you got beef for somebody or if it's just a statement, accusing someone of uh, something that it, it's just a really bad deal for both parties, it shouldn't be said. There's other ways you can stir the fucking le pot, but that's not the way. Um, so my opinion, you know, I'm sure it's going to be talked about later. Don't say it. Even if you hate the motherfucker. If you're friends with the motherfucker, it's in a joke. And like, I would never, I hate Bruno, but in a friendly way, I would never accuse him of something that, you know, it is frowned upon to do. Yeah. So I do accuse him of being a shit boxer, but that's almost a fact. But as far yeah. as, you know, um, what you're getting to, I don't think it should be said, uh, plain and simple. Agreed. Last time, or two times ago, I asked you to do a song of the week, and you didn't do an Instagram story about it. So what is the song of the week this week? I have failed you. Can we do Kiss by Prince? I am just feeling in the mood. The sun's out. Weather's nice. I'm missing, you know, I'm missing the beach and the pina coladas. Prince gets me in that mood. So song of the week is Kiss by Prince. Uh, you will. I have failed you a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I will make a nice post about it. I'm tagging everybody in the whole bunch. So. Guys, get into the mood. Get into the Prince mood. Rest in peace. A uh, little bit of kiss, man. A little bit of kiss to start off uh, your hump day tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, I unplugged my my headphones. That's terrible. Now okay, I can't hear shit. What the fuck is wrong with you, Tanner? Did you hear anything that I said then? I'll plug them back in right now. Oh my God. We're back. Super unprofessional. This is your fucking host, guys. You yeah. like that? This is, Hey, this is what happens when Luke's not around. Believe it or not. It's true. All right, I'm going to talk to you for a couple minutes off the air, but Dario, get us the fuck out of here. All right, man, we, uh, you know what, <sighs> nothing left to say, but dun, 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 go fuck yourself, ba 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 bye guys, have a good show. Yeah. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. 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 Yeah. Hey. Real deal with these checks. Yeah. I'm just flexing on my ass. Shotty wanna know what's next. She know she messing with the best. Yeah. I pull up on the haters. Man, you got me unimpressed. Ah. Try to hit me with the pressure. Nah. I ain't never getting stressed. No. Real deal with these checks. Alright, he's back. It's on the road with the real ass. deal. Ryan Ford. We back and ready to roll. You've got news. We got big news. What is it? Back to Russia, the mother of Russia, March 24th. You love be taking on Andre Sorotkin, 14-0, WBA Intercontinental Champion. Jeez, that's another big fight. That's all I want, bro, is big fights. So this guy's 14-0, and 0, so you guys are roughly around the same area. Yeah. He's 14 and 0 with four knockouts. Uh, comes from a kickboxing background. It's, um, yeah, man, it's going to be a good fight, you know. Uh, this time, though, the strap's coming home. Yeah, well, talk to me about because the, the last fight you traveled over to Russia, you fought a former world champion, and now you're going back to Russia and you're going to fight another champion. Yeah, man, you know, that's that's what it is. You know, I'm not here to, I don't want to fight guys who are nobodies, you know. I want to fight guys who have things, and this guy is actually 
I think he's got like four titles. He's got the WBA Intercontinental, WBC Eurasia. Um, he's got like a, he, he's got a few. Titles, uh, WBO, I think maybe two. Wow. Yeah. So um, yeah, this guy's uh, he's gonna be there to fight. That's for sure, right? And that's what I love. So you're back in Montreal training at Grant Brothers Boxing, and you did some rounds today. Look like with Dario. And me and Dario, the Florida boy. He wouldn't give me any information on these rounds. That little prick. <laughs> me and Dario always have good rounds, man. It's always work, man. We give each other that work. So is this guy you're fighting then a southpaw? He is a southpaw, but he switches back and forth. So, um, yeah, man. So I just uh, I'm sparring with southpaws. I'm sparring with orthodox guys. Uh, I'm just getting in the work, and I'm just going to be ready for whoever you know. Whatever he's going to bring, I'm going to be ready. And uh, so for the people that are going to be stuck in Canada and can't get to Russia, are we going to be able to watch this fight online again? Yes, sir. You know, I'm going to yes. do a live feed um, again. Hopefully they they should have a live stream again like last time where it's HD quality. Yeah. Um, but then again, if not, I will have, uh, you know, my corner live streaming it. But I'm pretty sure, you know, Russia's pretty big on doing the live stream stuff. I know it's going to be live on TV in Russia, so pretty sure it's going to be live uh, live on the internet as well. well. At least we can watch it. I like that. Now, who's going to be going over with you this time? I am figuring that out right now. Oh. I am figuring that out right now. Right now, I'm not uh, too clear on who that is but um you know uh i'm gonna have the right people that are there yeah you don't play around yeah oh yeah you know and then the biggest thing is me is just uh being comfortable in the you know with um with my corner right it's yeah. uh that's all it's about you know the corner's there to see things that i don't see in the fight which uh you know i'm gonna have somebody who has some boxing knowledge but at the end of the day it's my ass who's in the ring there throwing the punches and getting punched. Correct. So this fight is going to be at the end of March? Yes, March 24th in Krasandor, Russia. So this is uh, two hours, I think, south of Moscow. Jeez. And it has a population of, I believe, 700,000. Holy Christ. Yeah, so this is... This ain't going to be no Siberia. No. This can be a lot bigger. So with that fight being March 24th and the moratorium on combat sports being lifted today in Edmonton, is there a chance we could see you in April in, in Edmonton? You know what? I ain't even looking at April. I ain't even looking past March 24th. Right now I have one goal, and my mind is focused on one thing, and that's uh, Andre Sorotkin, March 24th. Uh, after that, you know me, man, I'm down to get down, but, uh, I have a job to take care of and, um, this guy's first. Well, I have to ask. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Fortnite. What is this? You're playing it with your son online. Yeah. You know, I, I never even knew what it was until he, he started playing it back at home. He downloaded it. Uh, it's a game where, um, 
it's a it's a shooting game. Obviously, a one person shooter, uh, first person shooter. And uh, actually, it's not even first person. Actually, you see your guy when you're running around. But it's a uh, it's a game. It's like a battle royale. So what they do is uh, they drop a hundred people. So there's a hundred online people on, and they drop you, and you jump off a plane, and you skydive down, and then you got to go and uh, search for guns, uh, break down houses. You can get wood and bricks and steel, and you can build stuff. But um, there's a hundred people in the game. And yesterday was our first time that we came in first. Nice. Yeah, man, it was actually pretty sick. So, you know, I came out here and uh, I love Costco. I love that Costco membership. I went to Costco because I was like, hey, you know, this is a little bit more time that me and RJ get to have with each other while I'm here. So I went out and bought a PS4. And when I leave, I will be going right back to Costco and get my money back. (laughs) (laughs) But hey. That's why we play that. That's why we pay that yearly membership fee. So that is right. I agree with that. You know. So hey, hey, that's that's what it is. What it is. I'm gonna bring it back and say, hey, I didn't want it. So I seen that last night. Uh, I think it was on Instagram. I seen you post about. It. I thought it was pretty cool because you guys are literally almost on the opposite sides of the country, and you can still spend time together, talk, and play. Yeah, man. Yeah, we got the earpiece on, and it's funny because. Uh, Usually right after school, he has soccer and stuff, but man, it's my phone rings. Nina's probably there right now waiting and probably picking them up from school. RJ's got soccer tonight, so we won't be playing now, but I know when he first calls me, it's right away, Dad, you ready to play? (laughs) (laughs) He calls me first thing in the morning, bro. I'm like, Daddy's at the gym, man. This kid, is he's playing it. Every time that he can play, he calls me, and you know we get to play every day, so it's good. That's cool, you go back uh, like twenty years, and guys are going away for camps, and they can't do that kind of stuff. They can't. They can't be in contact with their children and actually physically have fun. No, no, it's just on the phone, and you know it gets boring sometimes on the phone, just being able to talk. You know, but at least when you can see them, and you know you can see that affection on their face, you can see how they're feeling, and you know it's. Uh, you know, it's it, thank God for this social media and you know the stuff that they're bringing in. Yeah, uh, it it makes everything easier. Yeah, now we just got to get somewhere I can actually you know go through the phone and give them a hug and a kiss. <laughs> so maybe I don't know if this might be already invented, but like like those virtual reality goggles. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty. Yeah, yeah, I we have the VR for the PlayStation at home. So I wonder if you could like do goggles to goggles and like so you could have like a face to face conversation. I know you know why they, I, if they don't have it now, I guarantee you that is what is going to be coming out. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome for sure. <laughs> okay, so how long are you? How long are you going to be doing camp there for this time? You're going to stay there for the duration until you leave. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. It's actually good because last time. Um, last time I was here for a shorter time, this time I'm actually here for a week and a half longer of training. So, you know, I'm going to get that work in and, uh, you know, and correct the things that should have been done last time. We're already on it. We're already on point. And, um, yeah, you know, now, now it's just, you know, focus, uh, put the hard work in and we know when we get to Russia, what we got to do. So how long is this trip going to be over to Russia as compared to the to the Siberia trip? There's obviously going to be some time cut off. 
Um, yeah, well, this, uh, like, see, the training camp actually here this time, I actually get an extra week and a half. We will be leaving to Russia, I believe, on the 15th or 16th. And then I believe we fly from Montreal to Munich, Munich to Moscow, and then Moscow to Krasandor. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's another long haul across the world, but I love it, man. You know, this is, it's, uh, I'm, I'm worldwide and that's where I want to be. I, I'm, I want that international exposure. You know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's going to be different this time around too, because, you know, uh, that was my first time in Russia last time and now I'm coming back. So, you know, we, we've already been there. We already know what to expect. It's going to be a different spot. So it's probably going to be a lot more, um, a lot more liver compared to being in Siberia where Siberia is more of an industrial area. Yeah. But, um, you know, we, we, we know we're ready for, and, uh, you know, just like uh, Patriot Boxing posted, you know, Russia loves Ryan Ford. And, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to come on. I'm coming in this time, and, and I'm taking this title back home. Uh, this time, are we going to get some new Real Deal Athletics gear for this fight, or maybe like a, a jumpsuit? Yes, we're working on stuff right now. We just got to hustle up a little bit more T-shirts that we got. I believe we're going to be doing a sale here this week on some stuff because, uh, yeah, we got some uh, new stuff that we uh, are getting into production, some hoodies, some sweatpants, tracksuits. So, yeah, man, that's um, that's the whole plan. So everybody get out there, hit up realdealathletics.ca and uh, grab some gear so we can get some new gear out. Oh, I know you were just at Walmart. Was there anything weird yeah. going on at that Walmart? Because you know there's crazy people there. There's always crazy people at Walmart. But actually, today was kind of calm at Walmart. There was nothing uh, nothing really going on in Walmart today. Hmm. That's disappointing. Yeah, I always like to see some stuff, but <laughs> today I didn't get to see anything. Have you seen, you've obviously <laughs> seen those videos online, like the people of Walmart. Oh, yeah. I've even posted a picture of, uh, of me in Walmart before. <laughs> I was one of those people. Really? Yeah, I, I actually I pulled my pants down a little bit so you could see my ass crack, and I reached up to grab the peanut butter and got <laughs> me to take a picture of me and RJ in the shopping cart and me reaching up. And I, the people, you, peop, the things you see in Walmart, <laughs> <laughs> they know to crack. That's funny. <laughs> So let's uh, let's iron out the day. What you do every day? You're up in the morning and you're you're running. Probably that would be my guess. No, actually, it's different over here. Back home, um, it's different. Here is uh, boxing training in the mornings, and at nighttime is when I do my running and uh, my conditioning. Okay. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a different schedule over here. Every uh, the the gym here, we do all of our boxing training in the morning, and then um, you know I get my runs, my sprints, uh, my conditioning stuff in at nighttime, and then usually you know when we get out to Russia, then we you know we switch it up. Then I do my runs in the morning, and then we do our boxing at night to you know get ready and mimic the fight. I know you like to do that fasted cardio in the morning. So does that change when you're in Montreal now? Bro, I do my fasted training in the morning. Woof. On, like, even sparring. Yeah, well, today's sparring, I just had an orange and a banana. That's not much. Yeah, no. So, you know, I like to, you know, it's, uh, I like to keep my body like that, right? And, 
that's the thing is, you know, sometimes I even go in between rounds without even having water because when you can go through things without anything, just makes you that much stronger. Agreed. Uh, Mentally. Yeah. So is the weight coming off good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably sitting at about 188, 187 right now. So Perfect. Yeah, everything's on point, brother. Everything is on point. And you you like that one sixty eight pound weight class? You like that cut? Yeah, you know I didn't mind it last time. You know I thought maybe it was going to be a little bit harder, but it was actually easy. So um, you know now I know I can make it, and I know what I have to do to do it. And you know what, it, it, it's easy. Let's get it done. Get in the ring, rehydrate, and let's do it. So I'm going to take a wild stab at things and say we're probably going to get some some of those yoga studio bike training sessions at night again on the on the uh, videos no no you know what that's not gonna that's not gonna happen this time i believe last time because i i, I thought you know i was gonna have a trouble with the weight cut and stuff but um that's why i did that but then again that's why i feel like i started slowing down after the fifth round where now i'm not even worrying about my weight worrying about you know riding the bike in the hot yoga room and stuff i'm just gonna keep to my normal routine i'm gonna run my five miles uh, get put the road work in and um, and just cut the weight when we're there and get it done. You know, I'm not I'm not going to be slowing down in this fight at all. So, do you think you overtrained a little bit then for the last one? Like just did too much? No, I just I I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I wasn't okay. running. You know, like the last week and a half, almost two weeks. Yeah, week and a half that uh, we were here. I was I was running, and then all of a sudden, oh, taking this fight at 168. I thought, oh, okay. I got to work on this weight. And so I thought, oh, ride the bike in the hot yoga room for an hour instead of putting in my road work. And that's not the case. You know, and now, and now I'm just going to keep it, keep keep doing what I usually do, do my road work. You know, maybe maybe an active recovery day, you know, put the bike in there and do that. But um, other than that, you know what, I'm going stick to stick to the miles, putting them in, and come fight night, I'm going to be ready to go all 10 if we have to. Okay, well, here's a here's a question for you. There, I've talked to a few guys about this, and it's uh, running on the treadmill as opposed to running outside. And and everybody, hands down, has said running outside is better. Well, running outside is more enjoyable and not as boring. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, another thing too is with the treadmill, you're able to push yourself a little bit more as well by. In, by putting the speed up where you have to run that fast yeah. um, for whatever period of time and the incline and stuff. So, you know, there's, there's, there's positives and there's negatives to both, you know, like outside, if it's slippery and shit outside, you don't want to be running outside because who knows I might run and slip and then what, you know, hurt my ankle or, you know, yeah. fall something like that. That could be dangerous. Whereas get on the treadmill and, you know, I don't have to worry about where I'm running looking at the ground and stuff like that. Right. So I would say running outside. I like running outside a lot better yeah. when it's nice and warm out because you know, the surrounding and you know, the scenery and everything, because when you're running on a damn treadmill and there's a white wall in front of you kind of gets boring. And after you hit that like 15 minute mark, you're like, Holy shit, come <laughs> on now. Yeah, right. Yeah. You'll be on that hell machine. They got down at that gym too. that, that thing where you're leaned up against this, I can't remember what it was called. I, yeah, I did that the other day, the hit trainer. Yeah, that's it. Woof. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, I did that the other day. Yeah, you got to hate to love that thing. 
and uh, <laughs> I see Jesse had you on the rubber bands the other day too, hitting the hitting the big mitt. That was some bullshit as well. <laughs> it looks like it sucks. <laughs> I had I had I had ankle weights around my ankles. Oh jeez. The red band around my knees, and then the green band hooked up to the end of the ring around my waist. And this guy wants to stand eight feet away from me where I have to stretch this damn green rubber band that don't even want to go that far and use all of my legs. Ugh. But you know what? It's the shit you don't like doing and it's the shit that hard that makes you perform better. Yes. It, it looks so, like it sucks. Oh, it was bullshit, bro. My my hips were hurting. My legs were sore. Wow. Yeah, bro. And then that right after I did that, then that's when he made me jump on that damn hit trainer. Oh, what a prick. Yeah, you know, he's a good prick, though. He's not playing. <laughs> no, and that's what I like, man, you know, because, because we're not here to play. No. If I if I was here to play, I'd just stay at home. You know, I, I'm, I, I come here for serious work and for shit that to make me uncomfortable and Jesse is that guy that makes me uncomfortable so that when I feel uncomfortable in a fight, I'm comfortable. Oh, that's what you need. If, if there's not somebody there to push you, then what's the point? Why, why, why am I here? It makes no sense. If you, that's the same as if you can beat everybody up in the gym, you always need to have somebody that can kick your ass. Exactly. It's, okay, you can beat everybody up in the gym. That's good. Get in the ring and fight somebody who's good. Let's see you beat them up. Exactly. But, you know, that's the difference between people who want to be something and people who just want to stay where they're at, right? Yeah. That's why I, take, that's why I always say, you know, you have to take yourself out of your comfort zone. Well, let me talk to you about sparring a little bit. Because sparring for me has changed over over the last probably five years where I've, I've kind of toned everything down and I'm not like me and my partners aren't trying to kill each other anymore where back in the day, like you and I used to spar at zoom and it sucked. Yeah. You know what? That's the thing is at grant brothers boxing when it's sparring days, yeah, we're there to fight. Okay. So you're, you're going hard. Yeah. You have to. Yes. There's no, there's no use for going light because then when you get in the fight, how are you going to be able to adapt and how are you going to be able to reach to that level that you need to reach when, if you're in the gym playing touch button? I, I agree with that when you're getting ready for a fight, yeah. You know, you, you have to. Like, you know, yes, there's going to be days where you might do technical sparring where you're just working on things and stuff, but you need to have those days where you put the headgear on, you put your gloves on your protector and you got to fucking bite down on that mouthpiece and go. How do you adapt to headgear? Cause I hate it. You know what? I never used to like it, but I love it now. I have to, you know, just because it's, <laughs> it, it's, do you want to get paid or do you not want to get paid? So, I've sparred with guys who don't wear headgear Yeah. and first round bang. Now you're cut. Well, there goes, you know, whatever, however much money you're going to make. It's, it's, it, it's just smart. It's, you know, like, yeah, everybody can go and bang out without headgear. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But I don't get paid to train. I don't get paid to spar. 
without headgear, you know, and if I go in there without headgear, it's, and it's not even taking punches and stuff. It's just the stupid shit. It's like the accident, like, Oh, you might clash heads or just stupid little things that will cause you money. I've started wearing it because like when you're, when I'm in the pocket, I'll get headbutted all the time. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing because at the end of the day, when you wear headgear, yes, it puts about an inch and a half easier for you to get hit on your head. Mm. But now when you take that headgear off and you're fighting, you move your head that much more and you won't get hit as much because you don't have that extra inch and a half sticking out, you know? So to me, it, it, it's about being smart and it's about, you know, it's, <laughs> you get cut, you don't make no money because you ain't fighting. Okay, so what kind of headgear are you using? Are you using like the winning headgear, the good, the good shit? Yeah, yeah, I use the winning man. I, this is what I do for a living. I'm not going to go to Walmart and buy my tools, right? <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, I, I I've done that a few times, and I'm like, why am I doing this? But you know, you have to go out and and especially if this is something that you do as your job. Like, if I was a a home builder or a drywaller and stuff, I wouldn't go to Walmart to buy my tool belt and all my tools. You know, I'm, I'm going to go to freaking home hardware. I'm going to go to the places where the tools are going to get the job done. You know, like you can get shitty gloves, but now you might hurt your hands. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's like you can go out and buy shitty running shoes but you go out and spend, you know, $250 on a pair of nice running shoes and your feet ain't going to be sore and your shoes are going to last. And that applies to everything in life, right down to food or, or anything. Exactly, right? If you, you want to eat shit, go to McDonald's and buy a, a meal. But you're going to feel like shit after you eat it. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, yes, when you eat clean food, after you eat it, you're hungry. Well, that's because your body is absorbing everything that's because that food is so clean yeah. you know and, and people don't understand that when i eat clean food it gives me energy i go and eat mcdonald's i want to go tuck myself into bed right after i eat it i usually want to tuck myself into the washroom both <laughs> i'm in the bed and in the washroom I'm in the bed in the washroom yeah <laughs> so the reason i asked you about headgear is because i was having a problem with with headgear spinning so I was using a rival headgear, and if I take a left hook, it would the pad would spin in front of my eye. And then I went out and I bought winning headgear. It was fucking expensive, but it was it was the greatest purchase of all time. Well, yeah, big time. You know, you don't even feel that it's so light. It it it's so light, and it protects protects the places that need to be protected, and it stays good on your head. Yeah, that's what I like about it. it doesn't move. Yeah, no, you know, and that's. That's what I like about all their stuff. You know, I got a pair of nice winning uh, gloves that I used to spar with. They protect my hands. And plus, the gloves are going to last five years. That's the next big purchase is winning gloves. I want those. I want to get those. Yeah, they're so nice, right? And then the winning protector is so light. It doesn't even feel like I have a a protector on. I'm guessing they make the best shit in boxing because everything is fantastic from them. Yeah, man, that's, you know, that's what everybody says. I, I've heard, I've never tried anything, but I've heard that this group out of the UK called Fly. Okay. I think it's Fly Sports or something like that. They're out of the UK, but they're actually, 
the the one glove that actually competes, if not, they say is better than winning. Really, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, um, I'll send you a link on Instagram. Uh, a lot of guys, a lot of guys, been using them. Uh, I think it's Fly Sport or something like that. But um, yeah, like uh, uh, I've I've seen it all over. And there's a guy that does YouTube stuff about you know gloves, who's the king and who's this, and yeah. they actually choose this fly over um, winning. Wow. Yeah. So that's high praise. But then it's uh, probably around the same price. I think maybe. Maybe it. I don't. I haven't really looked, but you're pay, then it, once again you're going to be paying that British pound, right? Now you get what you pay for. That at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. That's with everything. What's the date of your fight again, Ron? I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to talk to you off air for a couple minutes and fill you in on some shit. All right, always. <laughs> but uh, March, March twenty fourth. March twenty fourth. March twenty. March 24th, so I believe it'll be March 23rd, Canadian time, early a.m. So it'll probably be around the the same time the last fight was, so like 7.30 a.m. Yeah, something like that. I'll, once I get everything all dialed in and everything locked in, I'll make sure that I let everybody know. And uh, who's helping you out with this one as uh, sponsors? Um. Right now, we got my, my usual sponsors, uh, Royal Empire Jewelry. Um, we got Da Vinci Talent Agency. We got Instacoin. We got My Line, Real Deal Athletics, and also uh, a new sponsorship that I've uh, recently received after my last fight with um, Genesis Edmonton. Nice. Um, yeah, so uh, that's who I got right now. If anybody's out there that's uh, looking to get their logo advertised or, you know, worldwide um, on on the new WBA Intercontinental Champion, um, send me a message, uh, send me an email, and uh, we can figure out some details. Well, we'll get you out of here, Ryan. That's on the road with the real deal. On the road with the real deal. You're tuning into the Spice Life. Warning, the views and opinions expressed in the following segment are those of the participant and do not necessarily reflect those of the Spice of Life podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Hamburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Hamburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Hamburger cheeseburger, Big Mac Whopper. Big Mac Whopper. Ah, fuck. Wrong intro. We don't do that anymore. This is Jelena Marjanovic, eight-time world champion, and you are listening to the Spice of Life podcast. Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke. Luke Spicer, two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. All right, guys, welcome back to the Spice Life podcast. I apologize. I played the wrong intro. We don't actually do that thing on here anymore. But uh, we've got the biggest guest in Edmonton of all time. His name's Brad Switzer. What's going on, Brad? What's up, fellas? What's going on? Well, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I I got something to say. The people can't see it right now, but I'm pointing at my eyes. Lino, look at me. I am the burger now. <laughs> so uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on. Around, I know that you got into a Facebook beef with him, and it, it got pretty rude. 
Yeah, you know what? It was. It started. It started out fun. You know, we were just going back and forth because I like Lino. You know what I mean? I never really had an opinion about him before. People have always talked a lot of shit about him, but it's like I'm one of those guys where I just rather make my own opinion of somebody. Once he came on the show, I, I kind of got to know him a little bit through your guys' podcast, and I actually liked the guy. The shit that he was saying was pretty funny. So we were going back and forth on Facebook. And uh, he just took it way too far, man. And uh, he made a comment that uh, that really fucking pissed me off. So I didn't I didn't respond to anything. I left it for a couple days, and then uh, it was just kind of eating at me, eating at me. So finally, I fired back at him, and we went back and forth again. And it uh, it got pretty dirty, man. So he's uh, he's no longer part of my life. <laughs> Done. Over with. Yeah, you know what? I think that uh, I think that there's all these national days. There's National Pizza Day. There's National French Fries Day. I think I want to declare today is National Take Burger Out to the Pasture and Put a Bullet in Him Day. <laughs> He's done. He's done, man. You know, it's just I don't, I don't got no Ill, Ill feelings towards him, but but that's it. I'll never talk about him again. I'll never think about him again. He's irrelevant. That's it. Uh, you're in the city of Edmonton. Um, you're signed to KO Boxing. You're a KO Boxing guy. And I know there's been a lot of stuff said that that I've just heard come down the pipeline. Uh, do you have anything to say about that? Well, I mean, I guess the thing is, is where there's smoke, there's fire. And I mean, the guy has started problems and started beefs with every single KO fighter on the roster. No matter how big, no matter how small, no matter how many fights, how many novice, whatever, he started shit with everybody and said something about everybody. So where there's smoke, there's fire, man. The guy, the guy's just, he's not a good guy. So what, what I think Brad Switzer is saying is that the drive-thru is closed. <laughs> the drive-thru <laughs> is definitely closed. <laughs> Let's go egg it. All right. <laughs> Board it up. Done. We, we won't be revisiting that on the show anymore, I guess. It's uh, Brad. Brad's put his foot down. It's closed. We're not fucking with Brad because Brad is the official security guard of the Spice of Life podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm coming out. Uh, I might even wear my men in black sunglasses. You know what I mean? Black suit. We're going uh, to make sure that nobody fucks with you guys in Quebec. Although Here I will count. say... I, I got to have a, uh, a shift where I'm not on duty because Quebec has some of the most beautiful women. And I, uh, I might have a girlfriend or two out there that I want to go see. A girlfriend or two? Wow. <laughs> they, like, they like the seven foot tall. Well, yeah, because everyone thinks I'm packing a 12 inch, but little do they know it's a roll of certs. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay, it's maybe not that small. I was like, oh, I don't, I can't. I, I had so many things, but I, it would get twisted around. I don't do very well with words lately. Yeah, because you're too busy fucking twenty three times in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Hey, man, guys, gotta have fun. I didn't have I fun agree. for half my life. Like half my life, it was was stress. Had a little bit of fun in there, but you know now it's now it's stress free. I totally Except agree with you, man. Except for Tanner's coming after me now. He's got a tank and everything. It's it's scary business. I'm <laughs> glad I'm a province away. <laughs> right, Luke. Your new theme song now is "Girls Just Want to Have Fun." 
<laughs> Loops walk out, walk out song, yeah. Yeah. Works for me. <laughs> Man, I like this. I like this. <laughs> I got, well, I mean, and, and, you know, Tanner busts my balls about the Dario pose I put up before Dario ever came on because I wanted to find out what this pose is. And now everybody's doing it. They're putting them up. We understand it. So I had to put one out last night, but I'm going out again tonight. I'm going to get dressed up. We're going to have something else going on there again tonight. So. Yeah, fuck, man. You were all dressed up, looking sharp, man. What was the occasion? Another date? It's going out for a super spy club. <laughs> oh, the Illuminati meeting. Illuminati's, yeah. Hmm. Seems suspicious. Something just doesn't seem right there. Nah. Correct. Yeah. Wait, wait, guy can't get dressed up on a Monday night? No, man, I'm jealous. You look good. <laughs> I, uh, I would like to put my leg up on the counter like that, but... I put on a few pounds of this moratorium, so I can't. Uh, oh, I gotta lose a couple pounds before I can get my leg up there. I was worried about it. I was thinking, what if I split my ass out on these je- these pants? That'll be bad news. Like, won't won't be good. <laughs> Especially so. with these slim fitting suits these days. You know what I mean? No joke. I would fucking rip the ass right out of the pants. Mm-hmm. That would have been. You couldn't see picture. it. I wanted. I was gonna take another picture and zoom in on the socks because my mom got me those socks, and it says, "Let's carp the fuck out of this diem." Like those are those are good socks. Oh man, that's amazing. Your mom, your yeah. mom has good taste. I think so. Yeah, yeah. So no, it was good. I mean, you know, we had fun last night and wasn't wasn't too late. But yeah, got a little tired today. You look a little haggard. Yeah, I might have been up late, but um, I was home. I was home at a decent time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Jesus <laughs> Is that twenty-seven times now? No, I think it's <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's probably close yeah. to that. <laughs> What are you, a Stop, fucking man. female? Jesus. You sit there and you count how Damn. many times you fuck, you idiot? Like, what? grow up. <laughs> Jesus. What the fucking high school? Let's see how many times I can do it in a year, Tanner. I'm going to keep you updated all year long. I'll kill you. Huh? I will literally end you your get life. Those numbers up. You guys are you guys are throwing out rookie numbers. You got to get those numbers up. It just it doesn't it doesn't work. Rookie. Got to get the numbers up. Rookie numbers, Luke? I'm married. I know. Yeah. I'm married. It's a big difference between being a fucking idiot and being married. <laughs> I remember when I was like 15 years old and I had my uh, my high school girlfriend. I would mark on the calendar each day I fooled around. That's uh, that's exactly what you're doing right now, Lukey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> but I, I just got it in my head, you know. As soon as I finish, I'm like, 27! (laughs) Oh, man, too funny. Well, Brad, you mentioned the moratorium earlier. It's been lifted. We're back. Yeah, man. uh, Some good news. Some good news out of the city city hall today. They lifted the moratorium. It's it's super exciting, man. We got a... Luckily, luckily, we kind of had a tentative date at the Shaw Conference Center booked, so... We've uh, we've got a show April 28th. It's it's a big show. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to to uh, announce who's on it. I'll let that person do it because I don't want to uh, let the cat out of the bag. Or maybe it's already out of the bag. I don't know. But uh, yeah, there's going to be some going to be some good fights. Well, I believe the cat already has been let out of the bag about a couple months ago, but I don't think it's been officially like said. So I'm not going to say it either. But hopefully we can get Brad Switzer on that show. Yeah, man, that's the plan. That's the plan is uh, is for me to fight on that show. It's been a while uh, with the moratorium. Of course, the last fight I had to uh, withdraw being sick, which was 
pretty disappointing because you put in all that work, you get ready, and then you wake up and you're throwing your guts out, and it's just not uh, not a great idea to put myself in a fight in that uh, that kind of state. So I'm looking forward to getting back in there. We've uh, we've been training for about three four weeks. I'm still a little fat, but it's uh, the weight's coming down, and uh, hopefully we'll be good to go. The funniest part about you, like not about you pulling out of that fight for being sick, was listening to Jelena confirm it because she's like, "So I went over to Brad because she's telling us that night." She's like, "I went over there." And I was like, listen, bitch, get out of bed and fuck, like, let's go. And then and then he got up to, he's like, you got to get up, you got to have something to drink, and you got to have a little snack, and then and then we'll see how you feel. You got to get moving here, Brad. Come on, let's go. And he's like, so so he gets up and he does it. Then he fucking pukes everywhere. I'm like, all right, get back to bed. I'll, I'll vouch for you. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Jelaine tell the story. It's funny. It's 100% how it, how it happened. Like, I, I had my alarm set for, I think, 4.30, and she showed up at 4.00. And was like, get up, get out of bed. She like basically jumped on the bed. And she's like, get the fuck downstairs. Get some fucking food in you. We're going to the venue. And I was like, okay, like, you know, I trust you. Trust Milan. I trust Mel. Like, let's, let's, let's get this going. And we were, uh, we were sitting at the dinner table eating. And uh, then I stopped eating. And she's kind of looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get eating. Let's go. And uh, yeah, I had to run upstairs and uh, throw up again. And she's like, yeah, you're fucked. I'm out. See you later. <laughs> so I can I can laugh about it now, but uh, but back then it was uh, it was pretty heartbreaking, man. It's pretty upsetting. No shit, yeah, never fun. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of work and a lot of sacrifice and a lot of dedication that went that, that goes into to getting ready, as you guys know. And mm-hmm. uh, to not have the payoff is is pretty disappointing. So we're looking uh, looking forward uh, to April 28th, and hopefully we'll get on that show. Maybe you can fight fight Burger on that show. <laughs> wow. You know what? I tried that. I I, I made oh, a really? comment that uh, that I was gonna. I think that I was gonna. I don't know. I said something. I'm gonna kick your ass or something like that. And he's like, "Oh yeah, you should be really proud. You can beat up a guy who's 40 years old, has four kids, doesn't train, and uh, yeah, you're really tough." Then I heard that he's telling that he wants to punch me in the face when he sees me on the street. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, man. People, uh, people aren't smart. Hey, and it's national. It's national. Take the burger to the field day. Put a bullet in him. He's dead. He's dead. He's gone. It's over. No more burger talk. It's over. You there, so, Yeah, I'm here. So, Brad, your last fight, I'll tell you from both Luke and I, we were both disappointed that you weren't fighting. Yeah, man. It, uh, it sucked. Because, like, when when I see Brad Switzer, like I I hate to compare you to Bob Sapp, but <laughs> but like you bring that kind of like freak show factor to the show. Right, you're seven fucking feet tall. It's amazing <laughs> to see you walk out. Yeah, man. You know what? That's uh, that's. I guess I can only speak for myself, but that's one of my that's one of my my favorite parts of the of the whole event. Is you're behind the curtain, fucking nervous as hell. Your music comes on, you get into the zone, and you walk out through that curtain, and you hear everybody cheer. That's that's just that's amazing. There's no other feeling like that in the world to me. And I didn't mean freak show as a disrespectful thing because I actually think when you can bring a different factor to an event like that is very important. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that everyone everyone's there and everyone's fighting, and it's and it's about it's about marketability and it's about standing out, being different. 
and uh, and and you know I, I've naturally got some uh, attributes that that make me stand out and be different than everybody else. Uh, they work in a positive way, and sometimes they also work in a negative way when it actually comes down to boxing. But it, uh, <clears throat> I think I bring something definitely different to the table, and uh, I look forward to build on it every single time. And I, I like to bring a little bit of a show. I'm an entertainer at the end of the day, so I try to do crazy shit in the ring, uh, in my post-fight interview, and all that good stuff. So, yeah, it's something I really love, man. It's awesome. Who does the post-fight interviews at KO Boxing? What's his name? James Monsis. Okay. The next time he does an interview with you after your next win, you got to choke slam him. <laughs> you know what? He, he probably would expect that shit from me because I don't know. I don't know if you guys were there. Were you there when I popped the bottle of sham- or, uh, sparkling cider in the ring? No. Yes. Now, it might have been sparkling cider. It might have been champagne, but I was uh, given strict instructions that it was sparkling cider. And uh, <clears throat> so what happened was I was going to toast everyone in the crowd. I was going to cheers to them. And uh, it was it was my second fight. It was against Dean Story, and uh, he had cut me over the eye. So in the heat of the moment, I was cheersing everyone. And uh, in my head, I was just going to take a sip out of the bottle of champagne. But I got caught up in the moment, and I was pretty heated up. So I'm like, I'm going to chug this fucking bottle of champagne. And it was it was so, like, bubbly that when I tried to swallow it and chug it, it just exploded out of my mouth and went everywhere and fucking got into my cut. And, man, that motherfucker hurt so bad. I strongly suggest that if you were cut, don't get champagne in it. <laughs> Why would you do that, Brad? Because I'm a crazy motherfucker. Uh, I like to do different things, you know. It was um, so you guys were there for my pro debut, but for my pro debut, I had told everyone that I'm gonna meet them at all the bars and we're gonna we're gonna get wasted together. But then it never happened because it was so I was so busy. People were talking to me, blah blah blah. So in my second fight, I cheers to everybody so we could at least have a drink together. You know what I mean? I didn't have to be there in in, in person. So I don't know. I just get crazy. I'm a daydreamer, man. I get these crazy ideas and I just I gotta act them out. I think the best thing that they do after the KO shows is still having that uh, the party at Chateau Lacombe down in the lounge. Like the, that 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 time that they did that, that was the best after party. That last one where they had like the, the the dance party at the at the Shaw was kind of weird. Nobody wanted to stay for that. Yeah, because it's too big. It's too big yeah. of a of a venue. And if if there's a couple hundred people at the uh, at the Chateau Lacombe, it's good and it's packed and there's lots of people. But a couple hundred people at the Shaw, it's empty. Mm-hmm. Well, so they just wanted to try something different, so it's uh, it's all good. Yeah. Well, well, Luke, let's be real though. Like the last KO show, like after the show for us was a fucking shit show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Explain what happened. Well, we don't. We we can't talk about it anymore. We already agreed. We're done. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see where this is going, and you're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking shit <laughs> no. show. We had to go. We were we were on we were on um, uh, track down for um, Vinny Paz, so we had to drive yeah. all over the countryside and get that sorted out, and then uh, then we then we were over playing um, playing uh, uh, referee for the boys and, and Lino at the house till like four in the morning. Then we watched Ford's fight. It was like seven seven thirty in the morning. When we went to bed. Retarded. <laughs> 
Wasn't that wasn't that the time you guys went on a date with Sushi Dave too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you guys got that around that. You guys got around. Yeah, and Pepsi Dave, that was the night that Pepsi Dave was drunk and annoyed and annoyed us. Yeah. <laughs> That's just ask Pepsi to, Dave, man. Asked oh. me to take his picture with Tanner and uh, Adam after the fight, so I did. And uh, I just sent him I took him a picture of Tanner and and uh, Adam, that was it. I, I cut out Dave out of his own picture. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy, man. Uh, oh, well. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you know what? He's uh, he's harmless, man. He's just uh, yeah, he's, he's a great guy. He's been a friend of mine for a very long time. We we worked We used to work together at Pepsi. And uh, <laughs> so that's why his nickname is Pepsi Dave. And, uh, man, we got into a lot of trouble together. And he's, he's a great guy. He's always had my back. And, uh, you know, he's... He's actually one of the first guys that, that tried to get me into fighting, and uh, it took a couple of years, but uh, but finally uh, finally I did it. And he's just he lo- he loves everything about about boxing, MMA, kickboxing. You know, he's just a he's just a pure fight fan for a super long time. So you got you got to appreciate guys like that. Totally, yeah, no, he's you can tell he's a he's a big fan of. Of, of combat sports as well as the show and stuff like that he's always commenting and sharing it's it's good it's all he, he he was it was great to meet the beginning of the night but once he got drunk it was like fuck man what are you doing <laughs> and worse when I, you're sober i totally i totally know what you're talking about with, with the first time i got drunk with him i think and i and i got him back to my place we were out with a bunch of people and we all we all went back to my house to keep uh going at the after party and i just got my first house i was really proud of my lawn and it was the summertime, and he comes back. He's got to take a piss. We're in my backyard. We're about to get into the house. The guy fucking pisses on my lawn. And I was like, bro, <laughs> you did not just piss on my lawn. We are outside my house. We're getting into the bathroom. Like, let's go. He's like, no, no, I got to go right now. So, yeah, he's taking a piss. So I locked him out. It was 4 in the morning. I locked him out. That was it. Didn't let him in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will tell you guys that uh, Pepsi Dave did get himself banned from a Spice Life podcast live feed a couple weeks ago. He did? Yes, I had fucking banned him from it because he was talking shit. <laughs> of course. What did he say? So his exact words were because I was broadcast I was live broadcasting a French fight. He said that the French commentary was better than listening to the Spice of Life podcast. Whoa, motherfucker. <laughs> Booted. You're gone. <laughs> oh man, you know what? That's him. He I, I know I know he was he meant it as a joke, but his, his humor sometimes comes across the wrong way, and people take it the wrong way all the time. It happens all the time, so I'm sure that's uh, what happened there. So, sounds like me. Yeah. Well, I didn't actually care that he said it. I just thought it was more funny that I kicked him off the live feed and he couldn't watch it. That is pretty funny. Like, in the in the group chats, I'm always the admin of the group chats with, uh, with all my buddies and shit. Whenever they make a stupid-ass comment, I delete them. Because then it says on the group chat, you've removed, you know, the phone number. And then I yeah. had him back five minutes later, and it's like, hey, that was your timeout. Stop being a bitch. Like, eat a Snickers and, and get back to being yourself. <laughs> We're going to have to send Luke over, I think, like a box of Snickers. Because <laughs> I'm a bitch, am I? Correct. Really? All right. We'll see. Are you, we'll are see you still coming that. up this weekend, Luke? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That'll yeah, be the fuck, plan. man. Let's uh, let's train on Saturday. We, if you, I don't know what you are. You sparring on Sunday? I don't know. Tim fought. Tim fought uh, like su- Saturday in um, 
Oshawa, I think is where they were. And uh, he figured he'd just mow through this guy in five rounds, like in under five rounds. And and the dude was tough. Like Tim, Tim won a unanimous decision. He just beat this guy senseless, but the guy didn't stop coming forward. It was really, really weird. Tim's pretty bruised up. So I actually haven't talked to him to see if they're training on, on Sunday or not yet. So, um, if that the plan was originally was just to come up on Sunday if they were training, but yeah, I mean, if, if, uh, if he's not, I'll come up Saturday and get some, get some work in or, or, uh, or I'll come up for the weekend again. Yeah. If you want to, uh, if you want to do a few rounds, I mean, I'm not in the greatest shape right now. We can, we can move around. We can do a little touch sparring up to you, man. Your call. Yeah, whatever. We can figure that out. I'll come grab up. Us the It'll be fun. I think Tanner's jealous because he's not going to be a part of this. He was supposed to be up there this weekend. Yeah, I got to oh, really? let some. I got to let some stuff blow over first before I go to Edmonton, or my fucking time will be wasted. Uh, and no, I'm not jealous of 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 anything. I get pretty good work here, and Luke's not very good at boxing, so him as a training <laughs> partner for boxing is not great. Brad, you would be fantastic. I know that. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. I'm. I, I uh, sometimes people get intimidated and they think, oh, this guy's just going to beat the shit out of me. But that's not my that's not my game at all, man. Like I, I'll only hit somebody as hard as they hit me, and and it's and it's just fun. It's more let's let's move around, let's get each other better. I don't gotta I don't gotta prove anything to anybody. It's like, you know, I know that I can fight, and let's just get some work in and and get better. Correct. I would agree. My with that. Uh, my my trainer in Las Vegas told me. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure people have said this before, but this is a quote that always resonated with me. It's like, we don't win sparring. We win fights. So totally. why are you trying to win sparring? It's very true. Like, you're yeah. there to learn. Yeah, Tanner, why are you trying to win sparring against me all the time? <laughs> well, well, Luke, I don't actually try to win sparring against you. It just happens. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, fuck, I love it. <laughs> I, I apologize that you get hurt. One time I got hurt. One time? Well, I, I feel like I got I to gotta hear about this story. What happened? Uh, it was nothing crazy. I just got him with a good body shot. Oh, and, and separated three ribs. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were going pretty hard. Oh fuck! See, and there's another perfect example. What what does that get you? It gets you fucked up if you had a fight. You know, you probably. Be I did have a fight. I fight. fought. I fought uh, three weeks later. That's tough, man. You're you're a tough man. Well, let's be honest though. Like we were just doing what we were told though. Yeah. Like we normally don't spar that hard. Like it's usually just touching. Maybe like, what do you say? Like maybe thirty or forty percent, Luke. I yeah maybe. Yeah, maybe that nothing nothing crazy but yeah we went we 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 wanted to uh we didn't coach wanted us to step it up a little bit and go about 80 percent. so we're like all right let's do it the only problem with that anytime i'm sparring right it's always like gloves are one thing because you always wear gloves right but it's like it sucks when we're doing like for me you're doing kickboxing sparring like 80 percent, but you're wearing shin pads it's like well i want to i want to use what i'm good at which is kicking and i don't fight with shin pads on so i want to kick like it doesn't affect anything, you know. You can't kick a guy. I mean, you can in the leg a little bit, but it doesn't do the same effect kicking him in the leg with shin pads on as it does without a shin pad on, right? So then, then it doesn't it doesn't change anything of the of the fight. But you can still get cracked pretty good in your head with boxing gloves, even if they are sixteen ounces. Yeah, man, I got a I got a story about that. I, I'm sure you guys know who Marcus Hicks is. You, you, you guys are familiar with him. 
uh, yeah. So he had these fucking these gloves. They were ten ounce gloves, and they were just like, man, I swear to God, they were like the old Rocky brand, like tough brand. You know what I mean? Like just just Canadian tire gloves. The guy would train <laughs> in them every day, hit the bag, hit the pads, you know, do push ups, burpees, sprawl, whatever. And then he would spar in the same fucking gloves. So this motherfucker was hitting you with punched out 10-year-old 10-ounce gloves. And you're like, man, like, even if he's not hitting hard, you know, it still fucking hurts. So I bought him, I brought him a pair of my old 18-ounce uh, sparring gloves. And I was like, man, if you're going to do rounds with me, like, like, I want you to wear these. Like, I ain't no bitch, but, like, it's stupid. Like, your fucking gloves are hurting. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, no problem, no problem. And the gloves sat in the fucking closet. He never used them once, and I never did rounds with them again. But this is a side note story. Hmm. Yeah, you gotta have you gotta have the right gear though, or else it's not it's not cool. Yeah, man, it's not fair for your, not not fair to your sparring partner. You know, you, there's no you don't want to get hurt in sparring. It happens, but you don't want to get hurt in sparring at all. No, no. It's, it's never a good thing to hurt your training partners anyway. Like back in the day, Luke had these shitty RJ fight gear fucking sparring gloves. Those things were terrible. <laughs> fuck they suck i saw a couple of mma guys that had uh had those gloves before yeah i think i think the main reason that i remember them is because ford had a pair for his son whose name is rj so i think i think that's why i remember them is because rj was like look at my gloves i got my own gloves which was pretty cool you know yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah luke's got nice rival ones now i i, I don't mind yeah i like gloves. the rival I like the rival gloves, yeah. I don't use the tens though. They're the twelves that I bought. I bought them for bag, and but they just they hurt my hands too much. They're too small. Sponges, man. Man, I'm I'm like I'm a glove whore. I've tried every single pair of gloves out there. No joke, all of them. And I gotta say that rival is pr- like with with my hands because I've got bigger hands. Rival is probably one of the better fitting, feeling gloves that I've ever used. I use the uh, RS2Vs, uh, 18-ounce. They're fucking great. I love them. And every time I buy something else, I I think to myself, why? Why did I I spend a couple hundred bucks on these gloves? I should have just spent the 150 on the the gloves that I always use. They're awesome. They're solid. I've I've tried the real grants. You know what I mean? I ordered them. They took 16 weeks to come in. They were a shitload of money. I swore to never tell anyone how much they actually cost. Which kind of pisses me off when you see people running around with with real grants, which are fucking straight from China. Because I got the real fucking thing. And uh, you know what? They're all right, but I, I like the rivals better. And then uh, for sparring, of course, uh, the winning gear. That's uh, that's where it's at. That's going to be my next big purchase. I'm going to try the uh, the winning 16-ounce gloves. Yeah, yeah. I've always, I've always, ever, always gone with the 18s just because... Again, I like to get the biggest, paddest things for for sparring. But yeah, man, they they are great. Like, man, I don't know if I, I I think I might have showed you guys them when I was here in town. But they're they're the greatest. They're the greatest gloves that I've ever fucking sparred in. That's good. I like that. Well, Luke, I think we'll get Brad out of here for the day. Brad, I appreciate you coming on and uh, and just being honest. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. I. Uh, Anytime you guys have me on, I'm always honored to be on. I, I listen all the time. I love listening to Dario and Braywood and everybody else. It's uh, it's a great episode. Thanks, all right, Brad. We'll talk to you soon, my man. Have See a good boys. one. I'll text you. We'll figure out Saturday's plans. I like it. Sounds good.
All right, guys, now that we've got Brad out of here, Luke Spicer, he uh, he messaged me the other day, and he said he had some stuff to talk about, so let's talk about it. I got, what are you talking about? You messaged me yesterday. You said you got some stuff to talk about, and married women would like it. <laughs> I never fucking said that. Where's my phone? You did say that. Well, I mean, married women might like it, but I'm not. Uh, I'm good, man. I feel I feel like you're lying right now. You sent me a picture of a bed. Like that's so fucked up. I was vacuuming. Oh god, was it a mess under there? Yeah, it was, it was condoms just dust everywhere, and dust fucking bunnies. chlamydia. What? Condoms and chlamydia all over the place. Yeah, no, no chlamydia. <laughs> Maybe some panties. I've got some editing um, to do on this one. I yelled at you. I'm going to edit that out. Um, what else? Am I? Oh, I'm editing Brad's fucking shitty phone connection. Mm. Uh, but you look like you're sad today. No, I'm not sad. No, oh. no, no. I'm tired. I I was up. I was up quite late last night. <laughs> so I'm very tired. Were I you actually, fucking? Truth be told, I I mean I was awake, silent this morning, but I I didn't get out of bed till like twelve and showered and. Came over here to the studio. You're fucking serious? So, you didn't get out of bed until 12? Well, it was up till like 5, so it's not bad. I mean... What were you doing? Tried to get up. Huh? You couldn't get it up? Is that what you just said? No, I can get it up. I can get it up just fine. Oh, okay. Uh, all I heard was something about get it up, and you shook your head. You cut I out. said I just, I just didn't feel like getting up. What were like you doing up morning, until 5 a.m.? What were you doing up till 5 a.m.? Talking and... I, I actually believe that, though. That's the shitty part. What's you're, that? you're a chatty Kathy. I actually believe that. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't, wasn't talking. I was having some fun. Yeah. How can you not have fun when you were dressed up as good as I was last night? Where, where'd you go? Illuminati meeting. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. So you brought one of your guys home? <laughs> no. No, no, I, I, uh, I just had a friend over. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good for you. I'm, I'm glad that you're acting like a fucking 12-year-old. <laughs> well, serious note, though, did you guys find out anything? About what? No, nothing yet. Okay. I went and bought it today. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, didn't, we... I, ho- I hope it works out. Because we already know that as much fun as you're making fun of me, you obviously don't want to do it. So hopefully it works out. Don't want to do what? Make your make your wife feel good. You're an idiot. <laughs> don't ever private message my wife ever again on Instagram. On I never private. I never pri- private messaged your wife. Never. No, you did. I never did that. Really? You private messaged me from your wife's account. Because really? you're mad about a meme comment, which so, I agree did not come out properly when I said it. But come so on, you, seriously. You've never slid into my wife's DMs. I just want to you in your cabin, out in the woods, to hang out at that awesome fireplace. I would have even brought a girl with me, so you wouldn't have to worry. Oh, I literally have nothing to worry about. But So you lied, though. You have slid into my wife's DMs before. Your wife messages me. She about you to oh, try to I'm plan these surprises and, and things like that. So, uh, you know, I'm there for my buddy Tanner, even though he fucking makes fun of me every day and I cry after the show. <laughs> um, then 
I don't cry. Uh, no, man, I'm not. I'm not like that. I would never do that, actually. Um, especially to a buddy's wife or friend. That's that's a that's a no go zone. That's yeah, no, no fly, fly zone. zone. Yeah. And uh, well, your vacation pictures got outed on Instagram. You went on vacation <laughs> with Simon Keen. The fuck. Okay, I didn't go on vacation with him. He just happened to be there while I was there. There's a big difference. And then he was taking pictures of me trying to make, like, try to make me look bad because he looks bad all the time on his own. So he's trying to deflect the the attention away from him for a while because he's hiding and it's just not good. Okay. Next topic of conversation with you, Mr. Spicer, is going to be you think that there's a conspiracy to keep you off of the Super Mario Dario minute for some reason. <laughs> I don't think there's a conspiracy. I just want to talk to him. Did you have a little little man crush? No, he's a he's a he's a he's a fun episode, man. He's he's fun to talk to. So what are you saying? Ten minutes with the boogeyman isn't fun? It is fun, but that's that's definitely uh, that, that's you guys. I'd be I'd be just sitting there um, not saying much with with uh, Adam. Besides, then then you guys can make fun of me easier if I'm not on the show. Oh no, it's much easier when you're present. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> you say dumb shit. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the tank. Yeah, where was that? Where'd you go? So I was—I already told the story on the Super Dario minute, but uh, I was walking the dogs with my wife and my nieces and nephews and my daughter, and I fucking turned the corner, and there's a fucking tank there. So naturally, so, I went over to the tank. Top, yeah, I climbed on it. And then I find out later that this tank runs. Mm-hmm. And I can drive it. So there might be a video of me driving a tank in the near future. Oh. That's maybe, slightly scary. Maybe in Quebec. In Quebec? Yeah, maybe in Quebec. <laughs> Maybe maybe I'll run maybe I'll go out and buy a, like a two hundred dollar Honda Civic, write Simon Keen on it, and blow it up. <laughs> that would be good. Be funny, right? Mm-hmm. Well, well, I think we can get the fuck out of here. What are we doing for the rest of the week on this fucking show? I don't actually know. We'll have to find. We'll have to get a get a guest. Maybe we'll get mm-hmm. Burger. Not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But we I, think, the- I think we should. I think we should talk to. Uh, we should get Mel or Jelena on here in the coming weeks to talk about their upcoming whole card or or their one fiftieth fight. I mean, she is fighting for her fiftieth fight soon. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a big limb here and assume it'll be in Edmonton, um, but uh, nothing's official until we hear it from one of those two. It's very true. It's no secret. That's what they were planning. Well, there's there's no secret to it, but we still haven't how they haven't announced shit. There's no. no opponent or anything like that. So we'll no. we'll shut the fuck up about it. We'll deal with the boogeyman on March thirtieth or thirty first, whatever that date is, twenty fourth, who fucking knows what it is. We've got Dario fighting March fifteenth. And uh Bruno Bradisian might be going again March twenty fourth. And um Deshaun Johnson is fighting this coming Saturday. Yeah, on the uh, the Ortiz Wilder undercard. 
So hopefully we can watch that somewhere. That'd be awesome. That's no, I, d- I doubt it'll be on pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't know. But we'll figure it out. We'll we'll throw it out there when we uh, we get more information. But uh, we'll check you guys Thursday. Peace. See ya. Uh.